Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Four Center podcast feed. I'm Ken Napsack for another edition of the big show, the main show with a new theme song and our Star Destroyer fleet. Wow, you like that song? I love that song. Joseph Scrimshot, Jennifer Landar here. We got a new theme song for the big show. That's right. Thank you, Tony Thaxton, Mr. Music Man. <laughs> yeah. 
Tony is doing just a great job. He did our databank brawl new music uh, that we raised money for yeah. on uh, Patreon. And yeah, I sent him just like a few notes of ideas of like, yeah, we still want it to sound kind of like our old theme, but you know, not generic. Yeah. We want it to be triumphant and maybe like a, a ship taken off. And he's just like, oh yeah, here, like this. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly like that, Tony. <laughs> he's like Paul McCartney, man. <laughs> he is. You know? Oh, you want a song about Pablo Picasso? Let me give me five minutes. <laughs> give me five minutes. And Jennifer, you know, this comes from our Patreon page and, and and Patreon is is all the rage now. A lot of people switching to it for different reasons in the digital media industry, but we view it here at Force Center as a way to grow the channel along with the listeners. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you guys for all of your support. We've been getting lots of tweets from you guys. Um, it's just really so kind. Um, yeah. And we get cool things yeah. like this music, which yeah. makes me want to put on a Star Wars cape and march in. <laughs> and, uh, this is cape marching music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, don't, sure. I don't want to spoil. No, no we, spoil. we spoil, oh, yeah. but okay, yeah. stick around for the end theme as well. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, we're going to dive right in. We got some news. We got some Star Wars news to discuss. But the biggest news of all is what happened this morning at the time of recording. And we're getting this out early as we can. And then, Joseph, you and I hung out on the Super Bowl and we reacted to the news. Solo. Two trailers, two a teaser and a longer teaser. Um, I wouldn't yeah. call those full trailers. I think we're still getting that, but much anticipated for a lot of different reasons, a lot of questions. But we're here now. It is here, guys. Let's dive in. Yeah, let's get right into solo. Gut reactions. I want some gut reactions, and Joseph will go into what we liked, what we didn't like, all the, the, those kind of things. Uh, Jennifer, mm-hmm. which, by the way, your YouTube video with you, uh, your mom, and your stepdad yes. attempting to watch the Super Bowl oh one. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and Jennifer, it's you great. are wearing a three Porg Moon shirt. I am oh, yeah. wearing yes. a three oh, Porg so, Moon. So beautiful. <laughs> anyway, all right. Databank <laughs> brawl with three Porgs. I'll start with you, Jennifer. Yes. Immediate reactions. Okay. Uh, and we can go from there. Okay, so the immediate reaction with the Super Bowl teaser was, I liked it. Mm. I felt like, why are we not seeing Alden Ehrenreich? Why are they keeping <laughs> him in the shadows? But I knew immediately, even in the shadows, I was like, oh, thank goodness they fixed his hair. Mm. Because mm-hmm. his hair under Lord and Miller was very bouffanty, too comedic. <laughs> mm, in my, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? like yeah. Han Solo bedhead. Yeah, 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 it was a bit much. <laughs> so I, I was like, I don't know yet. I like mm. it, but I don't mm-hmm. know. And then this trailer today yeah. took my br- I was not expecting this. Mm, mm. I was I was like, well, I don't know, we'll see. I loved it. Yeah. It was a movie that I exceeded my expectations. It didn't have the nostalgia. It doesn't really have nostalgia. There are, of course, some things that obviously you right. know, evoke that. But it was fresh. It was mm-hmm. new. It was fast and the furious, drifting. Yeah. I, it just was so exciting. <laughs> fast and the spacey. Um, and Corellia you, drifting, like yeah. Tokyo drifting. Exactly. <laughs> that, Corellian drifting. That should have been the title. Um, and Jennifer, you are a dedicated Star Wars fan. Three yes. pork sunshine or three pork moon moon moonlight T-shirt there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you were a little bit. Of the, all right, we're making a solo movie. You've had those feelings. I've had those feelings. I, it's not that I didn't want a solo film, but I was like, why are they, why are they going back to mm, that well? Mm-hmm. They don't need to. Right. It's such a difficult character when you have Harrison Ford as iconic Han Solo. It's, it's such a you know, t- uh, tall hill, a large hill for poor Alden Ehrenreich to yeah, climb. Yeah. yeah. And this trailer made me feel better about it. 
he had gotcha. the essence of the character. We can talk about the little nuances. Yeah. Um, but overall, I thought he did a great job. Okay. That's, I mean, that's, so that's from, I want to get from where you were coming from to where you are now. That's mm-hmm. important. But Joseph, you have been unapologetically really excited for this, this trailer. Yeah. And, and this movie more than even maybe Jennifer I are definitely other listeners and there's listeners in your camp too. So you're representing that point of view. Did it hold up your excitement? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was, I'm, I'm in love with this movie. Gotcha. Uh, already because it's exactly what I had kind of hoped it had, it was going to be, at least it looks that way so far. The movie comes out, who knows, but right. so far what we got, uh, I, I was going on about this on the Star Wars counseling I did about getting excited for right. solo. But the more I thought about it, like, the they're like three bits of major DNA to the original Star Wars movie. Okay. And I think Luke represents like a hope and destiny and the force and fate. And then Leia represents like the rebellion and mm-hmm. government and duty. And then everything else is scum, scoundrels, <laughs> luck, fun, chases, dive bars. In that whole just a third yeah. of what made the entire world literally fall in love with Star Wars mm. is just lifted out all by itself and goes, here you go. There's no force theme. There's no yeah, like yeah. there's no like the re- rebels have to make this happen. The Empire's there. That's a part of the story. I like that. But this is about scoundrels. This is about adventure. And we got that in the trailer. It's car chases. It's ships that yeah. we're looking forward to our friends messing up real bad because they look nice right now. <laughs> too clean. Yeah. yeah. Too clean. We got aliens in the we got we got a, some sort of jazz bar where it looks like a little frog weirdo <laughs> might be singing in a vat. Yeah. That's so I mean, I'll go on and on about that guy more, but this is just uh, it's like weirdos. <laughs> the frog weirdo in the vat. Yeah. He might be singing. Uh, in, in the big part of this to me is that uh, Lucas created this, at least partially out of the pulps, the adventure serials that mm-hmm. have their roots in the 30s and the 40s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big, bold, crazy adventures. Mm-hmm. And then that idea was rekindled in especially 70s, 80s Star Wars. And now I feel like we're finally coming back to that. Mm. Big, Serial adventure, splashy colors, if not in the movie yet, certainly in the advertising, mm-hmm. and just out there weird space adventure with a cocky young guy. Yeah. Yeah. Han Solo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's who he is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I'm right somewhere in the middle between you guys going into this, uh, where I'm like, hey, yeah, it's, let's try a solo film. Who is the poor sap? You're going to get to do that. <laughs> exactly. Um, God bless him. Uh, wish him all the luck. Hope those uh, checks clear, right? And then some of the problems and all the stuff. But I'm still on board. And after these two teaser trailers, I am still very excited for what we have coming forward. I am right now at this moment. And I, I will say this as clear as I possibly can. Uh, I have some questions about what Alden's put up on screen or what, what's on there in this. In a small sample section, by the way. We're looking at a teaspoon, and we know eventually we're going to eat an entire cake, all right? We just got a little bit of the frosting right now. I have a little bit of like, oh, all right, not not the voice I'd want, and so it's holding me up a little bit, but not so much for him because I think I can give him the room to breathe. I think yeah. us here and a lot of the people listening right now are going to give him room to breathe. I think a lot of people aren't, 
and I'm bracing for an impact that I think is unfortunate mm-hmm. that in this day and age that we have to brace for. Yeah. Not just as media discussion people, just as fans. Where if you walk out of that theater and you're like, I liked it. Someone's going to punch you because they're like, there wasn't Han Solo. <laughs> and so I'm a, I have a little bit of a, it's like I, you know, I've suffered a concussion before. I am, this is like my third day after. The Last Jedi was a concussion. And now I'm like, oh boy, do I want to go through this again? And that's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And right. maybe I sit down for a counseling section <laughs> session later. But as far as the movie and the trailer, which is what we're going to start really diving into, these two together have painted a fun Star Warsy romp. Yeah. And what more do we want? You know, Joseph? Yeah, yeah. We want a fun adventure that in in I what I like is that they have this balance of it is gonna have a little bit of meat on its bones, because this is a story of an orphan who he says has been scamming people since he was ten. Little grifter. A little grifter. He dreams of something. He wants to be a pilot, but he got drummed out of the Empire. And we got to see that uh, that public face of the Empire. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, however you want to say, oh, shades of gray. The Empire is evil. It's founded by a Sith Lord. It yeah. pillages and destroys <laughs> yeah. planets and lives. It's evil in right. the story of Star Wars. Yeah. And there to see it with that smiling recruitment face, you know. So we got to meet on the bones of this story. Yeah. But other than that, it looks like... Hey, Han and Lando and some new friends that we're getting to meet are gonna try to pull off a heist. I, I and I, I hope job. I hope it's a train heist, and I hope that's not the end of the movie or third act climax. But I love that train, all that stuff. All right, we've got our initial reactions. Let's dive in here, guys, yeah. with what we liked, and I think there's a lot to chew on on this meal, Jennifer. But what are some of the things that you're gravitating to right now? Right now, I love the spaghetti western visuals, and it reminds me Ooh. of. Remember Bradford Young? I think mentioned this, a cinematographer. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Oh yeah, they gave me all these old kind of like um, American." Western style images yeah. to use as references. These, you know, sweeping landscapes, and I can see that, especially with you know that shot, that close-up shot of Han's hip with the blaster yes. facing oh, down yeah. those yeah. samurai, samurai-looking guys, weird warriors. armored dudes in a mm-hmm. deserty place. Oh yeah. my gosh, that was so exciting to me. That to me was something new-ish mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for for me. Um, I what else did I like? I mean. I want to see more of the criminal underworld. Mm-hmm. I felt like we got just a little smidge Tiny of it. Bit. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping we see more of that in the full trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what did you guys like? Um, you know, I'll, I'll let you close on this section, Joseph, because okay, I know you're yeah. bursting with excitement. <laughs> I, I, I am. I am. I'll contain um, my burst. I'll contain. No, no. Don't contain no burst, <laughs> sir. Contain no burst. Uh, you know, you, you what you're... What you're talking about, Jennifer, how it looks, and, and Bradford Young, is it, it, it's a big deal he's doing this movie. He's coming off of uh, some great work. He's high profile, and he comes in here, and, and amidst all the director trouble, mm-hmm. he still just shoots this beautiful movie. You know, what you're saying, that gunshot, that 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 gunslinger vibe, and then even when they're talking to Woody and stuff, oh, Woody. I, it has this mm-hmm. Star Wars feel to me. And we talk about that. That's this weird thing that we don't sometimes changes. It's a, it's a target that changes. It's a landing zone that changes. It's not Star Wars enough or it is Star Wars enough. Everything in this has has a a Rogue One-ish meets Blade Runner 2049 meets some of the old EU vibe to me. Yes. And that's what I wanted. So I, I really love how it looks and putting us in there. I, I love the visual of that Star Destroyer coming through the clouds. <gasps> I, I love um, 
I love uh, that that what you're talking about this this where Paul Bettany's character I think is going to end up being or being a part of this jazz vibe kind of thing. Yeah. Oh right. It's a little bit different. Going what can, what we wanted from Canto Bite that maybe is my biggest complaint of the Canto Bite sequences. I wanted more of that world because Ryan yeah. Ryan was showing us the upper crust. Well, this is. This isn't a cantina on Tatooine. Yeah. This is something different and vibrant and, and maybe higher class or higher profile. Yeah. And I love playing in that. And then we'll get it, we'll get into a lot of, of the solo stuff. And I think we're definitely gonna talk about, about Donald Glover's Lando. Woo-hoo-hoo. Yeah. And that's gonna be interesting when we start to compare Alden versus Donald Glover trying to play two legends. I mean, let's yeah. let's give Billy D his his due here. Um, Donald has the lead, I think, right now because that guy has got swag. Mm-hmm. He's got skill. He is a rock star. He is a rap star. He is a writer. He is a he is the real deal. And Alden is this is a different. He's like a, an actor. He's he's it's a different vibe, and he's not a movie star yet. He yeah. might be come May twenty fifth. But I think I, I I think a lot of people, not just because of the jacket uh, in the in the Super Bowl teaser trailer, but that that shot of Lando kind of leaning back. And smiling, oh. he hasn't spoken yet. Well, and the in the yeah. double with uh, the, the oh. new droid L three thirty seven, I believe is the droid's yeah. name. Uh, but yeah, doing yes. the little hand gesture as we yeah. take off at the it, you know unified. Yeah, so there's something about style. that. He's yeah. bringing me into that, and I just hope people give Alden the room that they're already giving Donald, and and and, and that's that's one one, one thing we're going to be talking about. So that stuff that's going to and that uh, damn train. Yeah, oh, I oh, love so that train. train. Oh. So cool. Love yeah. that train. So that's where I'm at, Joseph, though. You're shaking in your seat. Oh, yeah. You're so excited. Vibrating. Yeah, this is your moment. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll keep it somewhat short because we, we're going to still talk about other things. Here's some, some of the things mm-hmm. that I loved. I love that Lando is wearing a yellow shirt. Mm. Now, that mm, sounds small that? and dumb yeah. because, A, it is a, uh, it's a sign of not only a Donald Glover's skill, but the vision of this that it's the character of Lando is like a big yellow shirt. Yeah, yeah I can pull that off. <laughs> yeah, so there, yeah. there's like a sort of swagger to that design, mm-hmm. and I think that there is a general swagger and brightness. Like uh, there are plenty of shots in the trailer that do look like Rogue One that look a little bit more like mm-hmm. um, sort of murky yeah. uh, uh, cinematography. Mm-hmm. But in within that, there are, are there are characters and things that have color, including like the boldness of Lando's shirt, and this goes back to like uh, the, those. Four posters that they released today, oh, beautiful, which those. are beautiful, and I feel like those posters tell us more about what the full movie is going to look like mm-hmm. because they are designed like the posters for Buck Rogers serials, mm. yes, like the pulp covers for The Shadow, mm-hmm. like all those source materials that I'm so excited about because it's this ridiculously aggressively bright in yeah. your face colors, like this uh, over the top. Mm-hmm. Um, Garish, almost mm-hmm. like yeah. very, very bold, and then even that the posters are crinkled and a little water damaged, mm. evokes that spirit of old thumb through old books. Yeah, and you know, so I think that whole aesthetic that's going to be there, I'm seeing it pop visually on the trailer from th- choices like yeah. Yandel, uh, Lando's shirt is yellow. <laughs> and I, I want to jump in and not take your spotlight here. No, no, it's no. still shining on you. But yeah, because the first trailer, Super Bowl one, showed the Empire. You and I were in our breakdown yesterday, which we, we popped up as quick as we could. We put down the nachos and started talking. <laughs> I, we both love that the Empire is there because that's the time frame. But I, I love that the second trailer, we don't get the Empire there. It's now this other world, what you're talking yeah. about. So it does stand out to me that, all right, cool. I don't want it all to be the dark 
grab uh, you know the dark gray of the empire. I, yeah. I want some. I want something different. This western that Jennifer's talking about. So you're you're right. I love that in the second trailer. Yeah, that yeah. yellow shirt, man. Yeah, yellow shirt. I get a lot out of a yellow shirt. But along with that, the um whatever that space octopus thing is that the oh, internet is calling yes. it right now. Yeah, whatever. Like that's been what I have been wanting. Like yeah. I love that Rogue One was gritty and down to earth, and I love that like in the Last Jedi, our new aliens, like the caretakers and the porgs, make logical right. sense. But I want some things like Rancor. Like, the hell is that? Why is mm. that in a gangster's basement? Right. Like, wh- why do giant slugs live inside asteroids? <laughs> I want that weird pulp adventure yes. serial stuff. And, hey, I'm trying. I, I, I kind of had a Western one-on-one duel, and now I'm trying to pull off a space diamond heist. And then when I get away, there's a big space octopus in my way. It's just that sort of fever of imagination of anything can happen in this galaxy. And I want that back. That That's excellent because you're talking about... The- you know, the, the space slug and empire, I guarantee, guarantee that if in last Jedi, <laughs> oh my they went hiding in a space slug, people would never watch Star Wars again. Yeah. <laughs> Disney's not getting my money. Yeah. And then if you watch George and, and again, you know, if you're not taken to this trailer, we're going to have that discussion here in a second too. Yeah. There's things to, to maybe not take to, uh, I, we always want to try to be fair and balanced, but we're also speaking our, speaking our truth here about our excitement, but yes. That beast is it, it goes back. The Borg gullet wasn't my favorite, but it was like, but it was trying. It's you know the Rathars, or it's my favorite, but that fits into the universe. I just yeah. didn't like that they look like Men in Black Two characters, <laughs> but it fits there. So I'm glad that that's there. The weird Star Wars is George's favorite Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, and I liked, uh, and then I will relinquish the spotlight so we can talk about more things. I liked that there are glimpses of classic aliens. Mm, you know, glimpses, we talk, yes. yeah, we talk about that cocktail of new and old. We got two Twi'leks dancing together in that mm-hmm. jazz bar. Right. Uh, I'm 99% sure there is a, a Gran, one of Ree's species, yes. or Mahonic, the pod racer, mm-hmm. uh, who is just <laughs> hanging out in that bar that Solo yeah. walks into in that great shot. Which mm-hmm. might be the game. Yeah. Which might oh, be. Oh, the game. The yeah. game, yeah. yeah. So happy to see some classic aliens mixed back in. Yeah. And, and, and I think the final thing that I, I, I think I like, and I'll, I'll maybe see what you guys feel. It's just that this is, there seems to be for a minute and 40 trailer and a, and a 45 second trailer the day before, uh, that we, we're going to have a very fast paced film. This is about, you mentioned fast and furious, right? That, that should be solo at this age. And there's going to be a lot of, I want fast pace action. I want it to feel like a Universal Studios stunt ride. You know what yeah. I mean? Totally. <laughs> it should feel that way. Last Jedi had some of that stuff. It had the big moments and all that stuff, but we had to, Sit down and talk about some things. Yeah. We might talk about some things here. It looks like Amelia Clark's uh, character, what is it, uh, Kira? Are we saying Kira? It? Kira. Kira, like a Kira. fancy Star Warsy way to say Kira? Yeah, uh, that's an EU way to spell <laughs> Kira. Kira. Exactly. Um, they're going to have those conversations, yeah. but this, I, this, this, the promise of, of, a, of a fun romp is, is clear in, in the barely two minutes that we've got. Yeah. So I'm happy with that. I also love the music. Did oh, you guys like yes. the music? I, yes, very, I, very much. It was very 80s to me. Well, I'll even do, I think it was very 70s. Yeah, I could see that. Very I, 70s, I yes. almost expected Bill Murray and Nick the Lounge Singer to come out and <laughs> say Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars. Yeah. So, okay, let's... Yeah, I want... Can I say one other yeah, thing about yeah, the music? No, then, well, yeah. yeah, well, I want to go into the music okay, because I, I think I, that is one thing I'm hearing consistently so far this morning from my friends in, the, in, in this discussion world. Liked it, liked it, liked it, liked it. 
didn't take to the music. Hmm. So you're liking it. You're liking it. it, Joseph. I am really liking it. Yeah. Yeah. And this might be one of the weirdest things I've said on this mm, podcast. And I, I say a lot know. of weird things. It's a little sexual. It for, is. For Star Wars, it's a little sexual because it it's, it's got this driving mm-hmm. underneath it beat. It's not the big sweeping scores. It's not yes. the March of the Empire. It sounds like a young person who wants to do something. <laughs> Maybe they want to be a pilot. Maybe rock they want to have baby, rock and roll. weird yeah. alien space sex. But yeah. it's just, it's this driving like, come on, come on, come on, come on. I'm, we're, I'm a mess. I'm not right. None mm-hmm. of us are, but we're building towards something. We're building towards something. You know, this is an interesting little side discussion here. So what you're saying here, little, little sex in our Star Wars, yeah. right? Uh, we don't get that. We know Han, as far as we know, Han and Leia kissed and then she was pregnant, right? Um, <laughs> right in, in front of the Ewoks the sh- and everything. In the Shattered Empire comic, Kestan and Shara Bay get to it yeah. in an Ewok hut, and that's the closest I've seen like Star Wars to a sex scene, right? Yeah. Mm. This isn't Game of Thrones. Yeah. I'm not saying this movie's going to have a sex scene, but I want Han Solo to be a little like Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's Harrison too. Where Harrison's kind of a, you know, Indiana Jones, I should say. No comments on Harrison yet. Um, Indiana Jones is like... It's it's that old style of Bond stuff, and times have changed. We want different standards for our stories, and our, especially our female characters, and I'm all behind all that. But I would like a little bit of, I'm Han Solo, I like the pretty ladies, and I like the pretty aliens, and I'm on an adventure. So I would like yeah. a little bit of sex in this movie. And I Absolutely. feel like it's not coming just from Han. That, that music no. seems yeah, yeah. to match up with Lando for sure. Um, well, no there, there you go. Yeah. But even Kira. Yes. Yeah. I don't know yes. about Chewbacca, but uh, I don't no. know how sexy Chewbacca is we in this. We could hope so. <laughs> and Tandy Newton, who, yeah. Yeah. I mean, she just looks so fierce. Maybe she'll be a potential love interest for a moment. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? But I, I, it was felt like very almost heavy metal, that initial, like, first measure. Mm-hmm. And, and well, we'll talk about what I did not like, but uh, well, it yeah, so, kind of goes hand so, in hand well, with the, that music. Yeah, well, the music is there. So I, I understand what some people are saying. I didn't take to the music it is very different and you had said it yesterday uh, joseph watching the the first teaser trailer i think more off air than you said on air and i think it's great it's like and, and maybe you did say it on air we, i can't remember we've been talking so much <laughs> in the microphones or not microphones uh that uh you know with the other i love the last jedi trailers i love the rogue one trailers i don't care if half yeah, of it's not in the movie yeah and a lot of it's the music like mm-hmm. that last jedi trailer music which is is factored in a little bit into Luke walking out to face the First Order. It's not fully as much as as the trailer was. It's this big, sweeping, epic, emotional. Like the Rogue One trailer kind of got you emotional with the music. You know what I mean? And this is not. This is not telling you, you're going to be pulled into this big thing. This is a pulse-pounding, fun, now a little sex thrown in there, a different type of thing. And I'm actually okay with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not using the Force theme because they Han shouldn't. No Force, yeah. He doesn't even believe in the Force right. at this point. Yeah, it's not right. fate. It's not destiny. It's not even like Rogue One of the fate of the galaxy. The fate of the galaxy is not hanging in the balance in this movie. Whether right. or not Han Solo gets to become a pilot, you know, whether or not he anybody sees through the chinks in his armor and sees that he's a good guy underneath, that's what's at stake. It's right. the story of one guy and what does he want, what does he want, what does he want? And the yeah. music is saying that, and it's also saying, like, hey, uh, Last Jedi is really this deep, complex thing. This is like, hey, it happens to be Saturday afternoon. Do you want to get a big sloppy burger and then watch <laughs> Han Solo for two hours? Yes, I do. 
Yeah, yes, it I feels do. like a summer blockbuster. That's really what it felt like. Which is like why, yeah, glad they kept it in May. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I'm, I brought up the IMDb, too, because I have some question stuff uh, here. All right, so we have these two trailers out in front of us. I, I know we're kind of focusing a little bit on the one that came out on Good Morning America, but feel free to toss anything from the first teaser, because especially this is the first time all three of us have been together yeah. to talk about it. Um, you know, as always, there's some things we might have questions about, some things we don't take to, things we don't connect to, and I'm sure you that are listening have that. Uh, have that in those moments as well. So let's start, Joseph. I feel you're a good person to lead off because you're going to have a soft glove. <laughs> what we didn't like. I have a ridiculously soft glove because honestly, I'm I'm reaching for something that I didn't personally mm. like. I'm not saying there's nothing to dislike, right? Um, and if somebody points something out to me, I might start to go, Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. But right now, everything that I would question feels like it's an intentional question. Mm. Like, yeah. the, oh, the, the Falcon isn't the Falcon yet. It's super right. clean. It doesn't have its mandibles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and what's the story with that? Yeah. It's, I, I can't dislike it yet because it's a question. Right. Right. You know, and I liked the look of the weird, what if that, if that clan is bounty hunters, if it's just a clan, it's like, that's yeah. exactly the aesthetic I wanted. Yeah. So see, I can't, I'm going to have you guys start because well, okay. I'm that, already that's, talking that's about things fair, That's fair. But here, you just said something really smart because, well, you say a lot of things that are smart. <laughs> um, you, you're, you have questions. And so you're like. I'm going to wait for the answers. And I think a lot in the fandom and, and the Force Center fans in general, we have a wonderful community. Yeah. But I, I, I and, and you guys as well are on other shows and other channels and exposed to wider fandoms. And there, there is this thing of that's specially developed over the last six, seven months with not just Star Wars. If you see something and you don't fully understand it or have a question or don't connect to it personally. It's a problem. It's a plot hole. It's a this. It's a that. Yeah. And and I think it's fair to raise questions. This solo trailer raises questions for me. Some and I might not like might not like the answers, but yeah. that doesn't mean you can't enjoy some of the the bigger picture stuff here. Yeah. I don't know. That's great. That's smart. I'm too dumb to explain it in full. But you're good. <laughs> so Jennifer. Yeah. Please. I'm going to try to start with you here. Right? Yeah. Joseph is is I failed. Uh, he didn't fail. Failed. I have. He didn't fail. He has that right to say. Jennifer, go first. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to kind of go roundabout because I, I, too, am really searching for what I didn't like in this GMA trailer today. Mm. What I had a problem with was the Super Bowl game day, whatever mm. it is, teaser. Mm. Initially, for me, it felt like Rogue One with those beats, with the music, and mm-hmm. I was like, and it looked like Rogue One. Especially the Empire stuff, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is not, mm. I wanted something different from right. that. You know what I mean? But what we got with this this teaser trailer today was so clearly visually different. Mm-hmm. Like I talked about the Spaghetti Western, the, the sweeping landscape things. The, it, yeah, there was a very specific tone that is established in the second trailer that I didn't quite get that in the mm-hmm. first trailer. It it felt a little bit more generic. The second trailer? The first one. The okay. first trailer. Yeah. For me, I liked it, uh-huh, and I'm uh-huh. like, oh, it's a Star Wars film. I will go see it. But it didn't like get me in the gut like this second one did. Oh, okay. This second one literally took my breath away. I was gasping <laughs> for is it. Is it possible for you to zero in? I guess we're kind of going back on things yeah. you like, but is it possible to zero in on what, what took your breath away? Was there one shot, sequence, idea? 
Music cue. I think the shots of of Han and mm. him in the silhouette, like we were talking about, you know, when he walks into the the mm-hmm. game and the criminal underworld, that silhouette of him, and even the way that he's adjusts his hips. Yep. So mm-hmm. Harrison Ford, so Han Solo. You know, <laughs> speaking of sexual, yeah. you adjust your hips like Harrison Ford. It's right. Great. Yes, it was a sexy film, and 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 seeing his connection and his chemistry with Amelia Clark, Alden Ehrenreich, I was like, oh, yeah. this is gonna be good. <laughs> you know, we don't. I feel like we haven't. We've kind of had some chase Star Wars going on. Like yeah. that. This is yeah, this yeah. is exciting and fresh for me. Um, it, it felt dirty, dirty, but in a good but, way. So, is there, but there isn't one particular thing you're looking at and going, I didn't like. No, the only thing mm-hmm. is, I think you're going to talk about a couple moments with mm-hmm. his voice, where I was like, hmm. yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, let yeah, me okay. let me say, I now see your point about that first trailer. Because I yeah. was a little lost, but now I get it. And I, that'll say be a negative thing that I'll say is I don't like the practice of uh, cutting trailers in a similar way because it's worked before. Yes. But uh, this is fascinating to me because I remember complaining way back when, when the first Rogue One teaser came out, oh. that I was like, I don't understand why they're framing the question of who Jen's character is. And it, it ended with the the now infamous Saw Gerrera, you know, what? Will you become? Yeah. And it seemed to be asking the question of like, oh, is is fighting the right thing, or will you fall, fall to the dark side if you fall fight the wrong way? And I was like, what? What? What is this story? We've already told this story. Mm-hmm. That's the story of the Skywalkers, and mm-hmm. you know, falling to the dark side. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out that's not the story at all, and they just right. cut it together to look like I think what Solo really is. Mm-hmm. Right. Solo really is a, a movie about who are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who is this one person? And they cut the Rogue One since I don't think they actually knew the story at the time, yeah. to look like it's, who is Jen Erso? Right. What is the fate of her soul? <laughs> yeah, what but choice that, will she make? Yeah, yeah. so, yeah, like, yeah, so right. that was, that's not Rogue One. Yeah. That's a, a genericness to the cutting of trailers, mm. but I think it's accurate this time. Great point. Mm, I like that. I like that. So, Joseph, are you ready to answer one really specific thing you didn't yes. like? Oh, no. I still haven't thought of one. You go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I... I, I I can't go anywhere but with the one thing that's that's holding me up, yeah. and that is is Alden Ehrenreich as Solo, which is the biggest worry we had. I covered on Spotlight Star Wars. We've talked about it here before. It is the question just floating in the air: Can this kid, this poor kid, pull this off? And I think the answer still is yes. Yes. And I still think the answer will be yes. I just think my initial reaction to hearing him finally talk because we heard him mumble in the first one. You know, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be pilot. You know, that that's at that sounds like old Han. All yeah. right, we're good. Um, <laughs> and it goes to this thing, and I'll say it again. I've said it uh, other places. Said it on SJU this morning. Blah blah blah. Uh, I don't want a YouTube Im- Im- impersonator. I don't want someone doing Harrison Ford. And I think that's what a lot of people are thinking. Or a lot of people seem to be saying that's not Han Solo. It's like you just want you just want Harrison Ford, and that. What didn't isn't what we got with River Phoenix isn't what we got with Sean Patrick Flannery. It works. It's the essence. And I'll go to this. And I talked to you off air, Joseph. Uh, y'all, I'm a big Game of Thrones fan. You all know, right? Ned Stark is in my heart. When they cast and and showed us young or younger Ned Stark mm. in season six in the Tower of Joy flashbacks, my first reactions. I mean, we're talking not just like first seconds. We're talking the first couple times I've watched the episodes was they didn't do a good job on casting Ned Stark. Okay. Didn't like that guy. Voice too high, face too thin. Yeah, he's younger, but he's too young. That wasn't what I envisioned. 
And I'll tell you now, I look at him and I'm like, I pick up on the little details. Oh, he's holding it. He studied how, how Sean Bean held that sword. He shuttled. He, he, it's all there. The essence is there. And that's all I want is this guy, Alden Ehrenreich, to get that essence on a big, big way. Now, Harrison Ford is one of the reasons we have the modern movie hero trope, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that trope is changing over time. I think Tom Cruise is one of the last ones left, right? Um, even, but even Harrison's still there when he comes back. He's still kind of got that swagger. It changed, you know, you got 30s, 40s, 50s. It changes for every generation. But late 70s, Han with that, sh- that vest, that shirt kind of unbuttoned, that, 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 that set off a, a lot of new standards for what it is to be a movie star. And Alden Ehrenreich is a young actor. He he is 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 not a movie star yet. So I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm looking at him, and I I just that voice, some of the moments. It it, it might just be the voice because I think you talked about the hips. There's that shot where he's is from behind. He's got his hands on his hips and kind of this weird triangle. That is that is Indiana Jones and in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When Amelia Clark's uh, Kira character's talking, I know who you really are, and he's kind of like, well, who am I? It it looks like. Empire Han to me. So yes. I think it's all there. Even the thing, the, the, the worst scene, not worst is a strong word, right? Ken, yes, it is. Um, <laughs> the worst thing is at the end, I think the one, the one big, big obstacle for me is at the end where he's like, oh, I thought we were going to be in trouble, but we're not. I'm like, okay, that's a Han line, total Han moment. And I thought it wasn't, it wasn't Han enough for me, right? And there comes that impossible standard. Uh-huh. And I know I'm going to give him the room. I just think a lot of people yeah. are going to look at that scene and go, well, that's not Han Solo. And so that's, that's the only thing I'm coming out of that trailer. Otherwise, I think we got a good story. got a train heist. I'm intrigued to see who the bad guy is because we don't know. I want to know the rest. You know, I'm on board for, us, uh, you know, Woody Harrelson saying I'm getting a team together. That's yeah. all there. I just keep going to how he sounds. I hope it doesn't distract from how he looks because I think he got the essence there, I think I think the answer will be yes. We just have to give him that chance. Yeah, and I yeah. think he really worked hard. I mean, what well, we heard, yeah. he got an acting coach. I think, like you're talking about with this other actor from Game of Thrones, I am sure that Alden Ehrenreich studied and and you know memorized all the different mannerisms of Harrison Ford, and so I, I think he's I think he's going to bring it. I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think the answer in the end is yes. If if anyone out there is with me in this boat, if, but and I would implore anyone out there who has the questions, you have to give them two hours mm-hmm. to to feel it. Yeah, you have to give them that. Yeah, we've got ten seconds at most right now of dialogue and visuals from him, out of two minutes. You know, there's a little more, but I mean, just if you add up, and and, and I think I hope we give him some time. But it, but it's it's fair to question it because that's the big question going in. Yeah, ten seconds to match up with decades of an icon. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's Boy. that's the math yeah. problem right now. Right. <laughs> you know, so yeah, that, that's all. Jennifer, you know? before I lose my mind about Alden Ehrenreich, mm-hmm. did, how how did you feel? Uh, are you are you are there specific shots that make you feel better? Oh yeah, I think physically they got they got his his I don't know his face kind of suddenly transformed into looking more like Harrison's for Harrison Ford's. Mm-hmm. I think it was the wig was a huge thing. Yeah. The lighting that they're choosing, how they're how they're lighting him, the camera angles, and just his his studying that mm-hmm. he's been doing clearly okay. of Harrison Ford's mannerisms. I think yeah. he, I think he's got it. But yes, there were a couple That's moments it. where I was like, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, okay. and, and again, right. going to the Ned Stark thing, I'll, I'll drive that point into the ground. I, I, I mean, I am a huge Game of Thrones guy, and in that moment, I was just like, they failed this. <laughs> they failed it. This is young Ned. This isn't Ned Stark. And now, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's Ned Stark. Yeah. 
You just have to let try it on a new pair yeah. of pants. Exactly. All right. I have I have three three points to make three about points. Alden Ehrenreich. So I, I'll try to. Uh, oh no, it's four. I'll try to contain myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first one is if if you are uh, having doubts, go watch Hail Caesar, uh, mm-hmm. the Coen Brothers mm-hmm. film that he did because he is phenomenal. And I say this as a student of comedy and an actor myself, and I've directed a million actors uh, doing doing theater and in some screen projects. He plays a well-meaning bad actor and he does amazing scenes where he plays a bad actor and that is one of the most amazing things to do as an actor he is a good actor maybe he'll fail as han solo but all narrow just is a good actor i also think the best model for what he's trying to do right now is chris pine doing kirk oh that's great your star trek mileage may vary but there's again an iconic character who will live on in pop culture for decades played only by one person, deeply associated with the mm-hmm. quirks and mannerisms of that person. And Chris Pine, for the most part, just captured the spirit of Kirk, and mm-hmm. then every once in a while throws in an on-the-nose Shatner delivery. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think yes. that's the right way to approach mm-hmm. an icon. So I think you should absolutely do it that mm-hmm. way. That, that's, that's good. You could keep going, but that might be your best point of the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, that's all it. Right. I'm going to steal that. Uh, all right. Credit to all you. Right. I'm going to go one more, though. You, you, uh, you're allowed a couple. All right, all right. <laughs> Two more, and then I'll stop. Uh the thing that got me probably the most excited is in the GMA trailer today. Mm. I felt like in that interaction with uh, Kira, not only was there that charm, but it was in those seconds, it was the whole Han Solo character that I know and love because she challenges him and his immediate reaction is to get that cocky smile across his face yeah. and challenge her right back. Cause she's like, mm. I'm the only one who, who knows what you really are. And like, Oh, really? I can't even remember what he actually says, but oh, do you? Or, yeah. or, or what am I? Yeah, yeah, what's that? What's that? Yeah. So, what's that? Yeah. I'm, yeah, so he, I'm bad with quotes. We know this. Yeah. So the smile spreads across his face. He yeah. attacks back, says, what's that? And then immediately doubt and fear just spreads across his face. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All of the classic Han Solo moments are that. Yeah. They're, you know, oh, she'll hold together. Hear me, baby, hold together. Yeah. You know, there's the yelling at Leia that everything's fine. And then, you know, saying to Chewie, I don't know how we're going to get out of this one. Yeah. You know, if you watch Empire, almost everything is Han says, bravado, crap. Yeah. Bravado, crap. And uh, I feel like in just that one little scene, I saw all the emotional notes of Han and a younger Han mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. hasn't said these things a million times. Yeah. Right. Who hasn't been challenged and so he he's you know rough and, and young and he challenges back and uh. yeah. So then my this is my final point on the all narrow thing. I'll give you ten. No no no, it's good. You're making no, we gotta, great points. We gotta, we gotta go on. We got other stuff to talk about. <laughs> we gotta spend at least twenty minutes on Lando's cape. <laughs> uh, that we did. his fur jacket cape. Uh, I re- always remember a Harrison Ford interview that I think I'm dating myself. This might be actually Johnny Carson instead of Jay Leno. But <laughs> wacky wham stuff head. <laughs> exactly. Wow. And that's straight up uh, SNL. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's Dana Carvey yes. doing Johnny yeah. Carson. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, so I, Harrison Ford was telling this story of getting cast uh, to be a waiter is like a very small role in a mm. film. I can't remember what film. And yeah. the story basically goes that the director producer said like, eh. I saw his clip, but I wasn't that impressed with him. He doesn't seem like a movie star. Mm-hmm. And Harrison Ford swagger line back. He's like, I'm not, I'm not supposed to be a movie star. I'm supposed to be a waiter. Mm-hmm. And the audience right. is like, yeah. yeah. Yes, that's a classic. <laughs> Alden Ehrenreich is not yeah. supposed to be a movie sp- star. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's supposed to be Han Solo when he's 22. Right. That's what he's playing. Right. He's not playing every moment of glory that Harrison Ford is capable of. Yeah. He's not playing Han Solo 
in the middle of Empire. He's playing this young orphan smuggler when he's 22, full of, you know, uh, bravado and stupidity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's, that's excellent. That's, that's an, you, what you have just put out there. We almost should cut this out, or maybe we'll <laughs> drop, write a, drop we'll, the pamphlet. Maybe we'll write a little pamphlet. Well, we're talking about. Have you heard the good yeah. news about Alden there? Yeah, right? A little sneak behind the curtain. We've been talking about some four center books and stuff down the line, and mm-hmm. expanding what we're doing here. I think a pamphlet on uh, five steps to uh, accepting Alden as Han Solo, because it, it's right. You're absolutely right, and I and um, I go back to the young Indiana Jones stuff. Yeah, and so, Sean Patrick Flannery. Like you just kind of went, oh, it's young Indy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was the end. Of and that's it because it, it's a TV show. River yeah. Phoenix comes up. I get it. It's ten minutes of a of a movie. Oh, it's it's uh, young Indy. Yeah. And now this time, all this pressure on him, yeah, and 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 that's what I'm saying. And I hope people understand where I, I I think I think I'm where a lot of people might be, which is I like a lot of what's going on. Doesn't sound like it. Ooh, am I gonna, his face is even a little wider than I'm used to. Harrison's face is uh, comes to more of a point, right? Yeah, like I'm down to those fine details. Wow. Really down to those yeah. fine details. But in those details, the hands back, the look, the mannerisms, the story, the character. We we got ourselves Han Solo. I just we'll just need that time. Yeah, we'll need yeah. that time. And I think if it doesn't work, good lord, do we have a lot more awesomeness to look forward to? I mean, there's already been lots of memes mm-hmm. of like this should have been a Lando movie, or you know, <laughs> yeah. it, it, where's this, that's great. I'll see that. Where's the Lando sequel? Yeah, it's like it, it, we're talking a lot about Han, but Lando. Well, and whoever curious, whoever yeah. whoever Thandie Newton's Val is. Is it is that it's her Val. name? It's Val. Yeah. I, I just brought up IMDb mm. to try to, and it's just all she's listed as is it was, rumored. Well, it's not a rumor. She's in the trailer. It's apparently a screen uh, um, labeled of a screenshot that Lucasfilm released. Okay. Oh, I yeah, see. yeah. A lot of people we were talking today, me and Joe Star, that hey, we hope it's Santa Staros. You know, age wise, I yeah. just don't think it. You know, not that you have to be the age your character is, but mm-hmm. but uh, I think that would have been more of a Tessa Thompson role, which yeah. is still could be a missed opportunity. Yeah. But but yeah, I think I think you might be right. But yeah, she looks great. I mean, She's this great. getting a team together, oh. bring the team together. You got Thandy. Uh, Thandy is it Thandy or Tandy? Tandy, right? I. It's Tandy. Is it Tandy? I think it is. Yeah, Tandy. It is. I my, think it is. My tongue gets in the way. And I went Tandy. <laughs> Tandy. You got Tandy yeah, Newton. Tandy Newton. Tandy yeah. Newton uh, quite frankly, doing like Foxy Brown in space. Yeah. I'm on board. Yeah. Give oh me my this. Gosh. Yeah. Give me that. And then you got that cool alien with the four arms. It's yeah. not Maz Kanata, unless Maz has had a facelift and lost two two arms there. <laughs> uh, so yeah, as far as things we did not like, I mean, I'm being honest. There's uh, everything else in it. Yeah. I'm like, cool. Like Woody's Woody. Woody's, Woody's All right. always yeah. going to be But Woody. what, what do you want? Because Benicio Del Toro shows up and he acts and put, does, does make some choices. And some people were like, eh, it, was too, it was too Benicio. Like, right. what do you want? Like, these are performers. It's... Amelia Clark, I'm telling you, Amelia Clark is not the greatest actress. She isn't. Mm. I, I love her. As, as, she's my Khaleesi. But she, she's, she's good. I think she needs to still have a great performance somewhere that's outside of a blonde wig and dragons. Yeah. That's just me as one of the biggest Game of Thrones fans on the planet, right? Ooh. I even say Kit Harrington's not a spectacular actor, a great presence. But I think in her, in this movie, I'm like, I'm on board. She's bringing something different to Star Wars. I know visually she isn't, and that's yeah. a criticism. Uh, fair, but she, it's a different kind of vibe from her, and I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought of something that I wasn't sure about. Oh. And that is uh, uh, Amelia Clark's bangs. Oh, oh really? Yes. Oh, I thought it. I thought 
it worked because they're trying to capture that 1970s vibe with all uh, of their hair choices. It's like it's. I mean, it's, mm. talk about a challenge. They're trying to match this 1970s film vibe, right? While also trying to match the timeline within Star Wars, right? That, while still making it fresh for us, right. Viewers in 20 galaxy yeah. far, far away that happens to look like the 70s. Yes. Damn it, Jennifer! I thought of one thing I didn't like, and you immediately <laughs> took it from me. Well, I like Sorry. the seam. No, I understand. I, what you're I like no. I like her bangs. It's it's kind of Sean Young and Blade Runner, oh, uh, first yeah, Blade Runner yeah, for me yeah. too. Yes. Um, but I love the moment. There's this little that little moment that it might be. I mean, we're seeing things out of context. Text right now, um, so I try not to dig too much into what the plot is out of 45 seconds or a minute. But I love the scene in the GMA trailer where they're in the uh, speeder together, and it looks like they're on a date. Yes, from yeah. like a flashback. I mean, I don't know if that's—I don't think that's the case. But her hair is down; she doesn't have the bangs as much, and she's kind of looking at him like I'm on a date. It's like American Graffiti or something. That's what, exactly yeah. what I thought. Oh yeah, I love yeah. that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And I think that droid uh, with that. So it was Val was revealed, and then the droid's name, which was L three thirty seven, L three, which is Phoebe Waller Bridge. Okay, Urk. right. Waller Bridge. Right. Bridge. Phoebe Waller Bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, I like that. That droid seems to show up with Lando sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, yeah, with uh, with her. Yeah, with oh, Amelia right. Clark's character. You're right. So it's like, are are they together? Oh yeah. shoot! They both wear capes. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> they got that cape connection. Yeah, that shot of Kira walking out <gasps> is is pretty interesting. Oh. That's, that's an action figure waiting right there. Oh, oh my yeah. god, she's like walking red out with those blue. red yeah. and blue. Woo-hoo. Very yeah. uh, mother of mother dragonish there. You like mm-hmm. capes. This movie says they're just yeah. GTFO. So <laughs> you got to be on board with capes. So uh, let's talk a little Lando. All right. I want to talk hey. a little Lando because yeah. we've all been on board, not just us, but I think it's the Star Wars fandom. Uh, Donald Glover's Lando was something that existed before. It just, it just was. Yeah. Fans wanted it. On the yeah. first day, God created light and Donald Glover <laughs> is Lando. Like people kind of wanted it. And I'm a big fan of community. And this is a stand up improv writer guy that. that uh, just was a force of nature early on, did some work on 30 Rock, goes on Community. And I think the first season, he is what he is. He's great, but he isn't what he is now. You know what I mean? He grew into himself. And the presence and who he was started to grow. Atlanta wins all these. I mean, you know, he like I said, he is a, a rock star, not just on stage. He is a rock star to me in terms of just persona, yeah. person, and everything. So this all makes sense. And I want him, this Lando, he should have that grace to do it there. But we've seen, other than leaks and everything we've seen him in his what i'm calling my white shoes billy johnson nfl 82 robe um <laughs> and then he ha- he's sitting there playing with that look and then he gives the what you described joseph the two finger thing two and then you see salute. him kind of panicked in the falcon right? right that's kind of all we've seen yeah and everyone all all on board give me a lando move and everything and, and yes and i i i i wonder when i this is all he's delivering yeah but so why do we feel that we haven't heard him speak because I guarantee when he speaks, he doesn't really look like Billy D. Williams. No. Uh, when he speaks, what's he? I mean, I do a bad Lando. Uh, you shouldn't put me in that role. Um, you know what I mean? So I'm wondering if if and he looks like he's in the movie more than we might have originally thought. Yes, he does. So are are is it just star power? And it, back to Joseph's point about we got an actor being an actor as Han Solo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's, what's the difference, Jennifer? Yeah, he's, he is a star. 
like we're talking about with Harrison Ford, mm-hmm. you know, from his early days, even in American Graffiti, right? He just, some people just have that magnetic star quality on screen. And you see Donald Glover in that fur jacket cape thing mm-hmm. with that presence. Of course, the camera angle really helps as well. And the smile that he gives, oh my gosh. I was like, this guy is, like, I knew he was going to be funny and he would be charming. He is I, I love him. Mm-hmm. I love him. He's perfect as a young Lando. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I think that's it. I think that just w- the, every little moment we've seen of him is so powerful yes. where you just want more, and he looks utterly, utterly in command. I feel like yes. if the first shot he was like, I'm Lando. It was right. just like, the hell is that voice? He'd be like, I don't care because you are owning it. Yeah. Yes. That I think we're not worried about how close he is to Lando because everything just looks so in command, in control. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it does fit with Lando, everything we've seen. It's yeah. Like he's mm-hmm. smooth and in control, but there's just so much power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, I'm almost asking myself, why am I looking at all of them and going, mm, okay, I'm going to have to grow into this. And I'm like, you see that jacket? That is Lando. <laughs> you know? I mean, <laughs> yeah, again, and I think it just yeah. goes to a, a track record. And maybe, hey, maybe that's not fair to Alden, but uh, Donald Glover, good on you. Because I think he's... I think he's going to do so well that the idea of maybe a Lando spinoff. Yeah, I want that. Is Thanks. not a bad idea because, you know, Joseph, you finally caught up with the Marvel five-issue Lando yeah. series. One of the best comic, yeah. Star Wars comic book things I've ever read. I mean. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, there's a lot there. And it's and it's in the same, not the same time period, but not too far off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we don't know the time period yet. And we'll, we'll get into that here in a second. But, yeah, after this, if they, I want my Obi-Wan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but if they're like, oh, by the way, Donald Glover's going to come back for a full Lando movie? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, my biggest fear about this movie is that they'll close it off too much, that they'll end it too close to the Cantina era. And that doesn't close it off as much for Lando, but, like, I want to leave it mm-hmm, open for mm-hmm. Han. I want to leave it open for Lando. I want to leave it open for a Kira spinoff movie if she's the m- amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, but mm-hmm. oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Mother of Star Wars. Mother of Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. I'll, I'll stop making Game of Thrones <laughs> jokes. Mother Sorry. of space octopuses. That. So plot. These trailers are both teases. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got kind of an idea of plot, and Joseph, we here at Force Center really don't like the strings starting to be attached. Yeah. So far, I I, I think there's some strings already attached, but I think it's so early Oof, that yeah. I'm fine with it. Um, and I, uh, as opposed to The Last Jedi, I, I, and the saga films in Force Awakens and Nine, like, if you, if you have the script for Nine in your hands right now, get away from me. I don't want to know. <laughs> um, but with this one, I want a little bit more sense of the plot. I want to know what world, what, what, what plot structure we're playing in. Yeah. Is it Han and a group of smugglers? Han fighting a bounty? I don't know who the main, vi- we see a villainous type of guy or yeah. person. Right. We don't know who it is yet, but has there is there enough plot in there for you here? Do you just want this? What do you got? Oh, I love that there isn't much uh, to put the plot in order. We have elements. Right. You know, we know that Han will kind of confront the Empire there. We don't know if it is uh, if that's the actual moment where they rejected him or where right. he got drummed up for having a mind of his own, which I also like that line, uh, or if it's him as a part of the scam. I, I feel like we know we've got some stuff with the Empire, mm-hmm. and then we know we have this heist. Yeah. The mm-hmm. only thing that I feel pretty confident about in the plot is that since this is a story of how Han became Han, mm-hmm. I think that the main antagonist is going to be end, uh, end up being either Woody Harrelson's character, uh, Beckett, I believe, mm-hmm. or Kira. I mm-hmm. think he is mm-hmm. going to, or both, 
that he is going to come to be attached to them and they're going to stab him in the back because for him to be the Han that we know, he has to get wounded. Yeah. So how that fits in with the actual plot machinations of they go to Planet X to do Y activity, I don't know, and that's great. Yeah. I, I don't want you to jump in here, Jennifer, but I think you're, you're so on the money there, and you mentioned it yesterday, too, when we were watching it. I think you're so on the money, I almost have to, have to accuse you of spoiling. <laughs> and, I, and the cure is a good call, too. Yeah. It could be. It's, it's a little bit. It's it, uh, Daniel Craig, the, the point of Casino Royale was a different Bond who fell in love yeah. and learned, I'll never do that again. I'll never trust again. Never yeah. trust again. So, Jennifer, plot-wise, enough there for you. What are you thinking? Yeah, and I love I love that I can't really connect the dots too much. We don't know mm. how much they're going to be pulling from the old Han Solo stories. Um, and I like that. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want to know. I mean, I feel like they gave us a ton. But at this yeah. point, it's just like this puzzle, this, all these puzzle pieces just kind of laid out. And I'm, I'm a little too lazy to put them together right now. What? I'm just enjoying this pretty puzzle picture. And we only yeah. have a couple months. This is the benefit. Yes. This is the benefit of the trailer coming out, quote, late, which I, it might just be right on schedule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That we don't, I, I don't have to sit around and simmer in this for a year like yes. I did Force yes. Awakens. Yes. Exactly. I just bring it to me. And yeah, you're right. If, if Beckett, Tobias Beckett, I believe his name, according to the IMDb, um, hey, he's his mentor. That's what we know, right? Yeah. That's what mm-hmm. we know going in. He's his mentor. Do a little uh, Italian job thing here where some guys turn on some guys. Yep. That's a good thing. Yeah, you know what? Another thing that made me excited about plot is Mm -hmm. that voiceover in the the full teaser. Not the teaser teaser, but the full teaser. the full teaser. Uh, (laughs) The teaser did the Because it still might be this, but I don't think so. I was afraid that it was going to be a sort of, let's walk through it. Han starts pretty young. Mm -hmm. He gets betrayed by Beckett. Then he goes to the Empire. Then he meets Chewie. This kind of felt like, Mm -hmm. hey, he grew up an orphan doing scams. He tried to join the Empire. It didn't work. He met Chewie. Don't worry. All that's going to be taken care of in the first act. Right. And then we're just off for a fun adventure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's a victory to this trailer. Yeah. Uh, that, mm-hmm. that, that is one of the victories here because it, it, it doesn't seem like that. We're not getting Han and his schoolboy outfit going to the first day of Imperial <laughs> Academy. Maybe we will. Maybe. But I, I, I don't want it to be that because then I think you're wasting this movie. Then I'm like, why did we make this? Yeah. Uh, then that is when I think it's fair to question it. We know who he is. It's like, do we want the next Spider-Man reboot, you know, because there'll probably be another one even after Tom Holland, right? <laughs> we know. We've all heard it. And even if you don't know, you know, just get through it. Let's get on that adventure. So yeah. I, think, I think you're right there. Time frame, guys, uh, any, any, any thoughts? Because it's not official. Pablo was dodging it today online. Was he? Yeah, oh, wow. just kind of like, because, well, this, this, thank you, Screen Rant. Don't give them the click. Uh, the... Uh, the, there was a plot hole because at the end of Sith, there's the Falcon cameo, and now we got this new Falcon with looks different. There's a plot hole. There's like there's like ten years between that. Yeah. And, and Pablo's responding to that and was like, "There's no plot hole, and we'll fi- I can't. I won't answer when the time frame is. It's not my question to answer. Yeah. Uh, any guesses though? Because we do love to speculate responsibly. Huh. Yeah. I'm seven years before New Hope. Yeah. I, I was going seven to five. Yeah, that seems about right. I felt like they they said it. Initially, and then I feel like they kind of backtracked. No, I mean, am I yeah. wrong? I had that sense of that, that. I had that sense a while ago. Like I can look this up because somebody said it, and then yeah. I couldn't find it. Yeah. Right? Uh, maybe it was like it? in the cast. Yeah, maybe they scrubbed it. Or maybe in Shaquille O'Neal was in Shazam, and, and <laughs> this is 15 <laughs> minutes before. Yeah. 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 And the other Berenstein Bears universe, we know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But seven years, five, seven years sounds about yeah. right. Yeah, that's okay. I swore that in Return of the Jedi, in the theater, two X-wings hit the shield on the Death Star. 
I grew up believing that. <laughs> and my friend Joel, Joel Trudge, a good friend of mine, is down here as a screenwriting teacher in school. He had the same same thought, a city over. And it turned, no. No. No, never happened. Um, so, all right. So that's the time frame. we got other characters. I want to wrap this up. We do have some other things to talk yeah. about. We could talk about Solo all day. Big, big discussion for you guys. Other characters. Now that we got this world set up, do other characters fit in? Do you want to see them in at this point? Greedo, Jabba, Boba Fett. General Grievous's son. What do you want? <laughs> you know, people might get upset with me, but I'd take a young Dengar. That's fine. <laughs> oh, I, I like that. I honestly would like somebody who makes sense. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I can't... Uh, everybody has a different Star Wars perspective, but growing up when I did, I can't imagine wa- not wanting to see Boba Fett in a Han Solo movie. Right. Doesn't need to be the main antagonist, but that'd be cool. Why not? Right. I, I, I'd be on board with it if it, do- if it doesn't really affect the plot, which is weird because you're right, growing up, that would make sense. Yeah, who would say no to? Like, they should make a Han Solo movie. Should be right. Solo yeah. versus Fett. I'm glad it's not, but it makes sense. But young Dengar, who pops up in a lot of other Star Wars material yeah. now, could make some sense. Jennifer, yeah. I know you want Jabba. I, you know, I'm not. I'm not going to say Jabba right now. Ooh. I mean, I don't know. I just love. I love all this newness. I don't mm-hmm. need to go back. I mean, but yeah, Dengar's fun. Young, young Dengar, IG88. Ooh, yeah. Just a glimpse of Jabba from the back. I don't know. Hmm. Only to set up a a standalone film. Now, there you go. (laughs) Now we're talking. Yeah. uh, Maz Kanata. A lot of people thought that was Maz. Like I said, it's not her. But would that work for you? Oh, I'd be happy to see Maz in there because I'm desperate to look for things that I can be critical of. Like, sure. yeah, that alien could have looked less like Maz, so we yes. didn't get confused. There yes. we go. Yeah, ah. there you go. Big problem. Joseph hates the trailer. <laughs> yeah, I, Vader would be okay. I hope not. I, I, I'd be okay with not a lightsaber lighting up or anyone there having a lightsaber. Uh, I don't necessarily need R2 and 3PO. Uh, Ooh, I no. don't want Yeah, I don't need that kind of stuff. getting too close to the other side of the yeah, galaxy. Other side of the gal- yeah, good way to say it. Mm-hmm. Other side of the galaxy. Fett, Fett would make sense, but... but uh, I think if you go fat, light, but if, if like, Greedo is oddly too much. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, it's, much. it's not right. And Greedo's I, a meme at this point. It is yeah. a meme. And you know what's right. out of this trailer? Who knows? We have we have uh, hour 58 more minutes to see or whatever <laughs> the runtime is. I, I don't get the sense that it's going to be that kind of cheap stuff. Yeah. No. There might be some purpose there. You yes. know, and then in, uh, some people, you know, the Falcon is its own nostalgia, it's its own character. So I don't feel that's cheap in any way. Like, no. yeah, no, I want, I want Han looking at the Falcon like I want this ship. Yeah. Or I've won this ship. That might be that. Questions moment. of what's going to happen with it. Uh, I do want to throw this out as we're wrapping up. Yeah. Uh, because some eagle eyed people found it. The dice are in that hover car. Yes, yes. they are. The, on, their on, <laughs> on their date. Yeah, on their date. On their dice date. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So cute. Yeah. Are you guys happy with that? Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Yeah. Because, because Last Jedi put more emphasis on that. I oh my, I wish that the deleted scene from Force Awakens was there yeah. now mm. of Han putting the dice up. But yeah, it gives a little through line. Okay, and cool. it's not a bad thing for me. I agree. Yeah. All right, final thoughts. We have a minute 45 of this movie. We have to determine right now if this is good, great, or a failure. <laughs> There's no other middle ground, Jennifer. One choice, one choice to rule them all. I think it's going to be a triumph. I think that the, that there'll be yes there'll be naysayers, but I think that regardless, it's going to be such a fun film. Even yeah. those naysayers will be like, "Well, yeah, I mean, it was all right. It was okay. <laughs> it wasn't really my Han Solo, but it was fun." Not my Han Solo hashtag, Joseph. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I think uh, never tell me the odds because I think mm. it's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, I think that this is going to be. The, the summer of Solo for two weeks until the next Big Buster comes out. But yes. I think it's going to be this great summer romp. Uh, I think Last Jedi is like mm-hmm. a meal. And I think this yeah. is going to be a, a fun treat. 
And I think mm. in honor of George Lucas, this is going to be a great stepping on point for 12-year-olds. Mm. This mm-hmm. is not going to be a movie where you have to know a bunch walking in. Yeah. This is just going to be one guy's adventure with all of his cool friends, and you can walk into the theater and just enjoy it right. for two hours being in this world. I love it. Summer blockbuster. Summer loving <laughs> happens so fast. <laughs> um, I think my prediction is, much like this first trailer, this movie is going. It, this this movie probably has exceeded expectations, but may struggle to get that credit. Yeah, and uh, that doesn't mean if you don't like what you've seen so far, if you haven't connected to it, that you're wrong. It just means I look at this and I'm like, oh wow, great, looks beautiful, has Star Wars stuff. Not sure about this, and I guess it, I think that might translate. And then with the crowded May, Deadpool yeah. two, Avenger, uh, Avengers, oh, yep, you, wow. you could you could. You could see this getting lost in the shuffle. Yeah, I should. Yeah, I should say that my that. my enthusiasm is my my own. Your personal. I do opinion. have some doubts about. I think some people will just be like, we've gotten too used to every movie is an event. Yeah, mm-hmm. every every Avengers or every MCU film mm-hmm. introduces a new character or changes the status quo. Right. This is a, a, a lark with Han Solo. Yeah, and people might not like that. A lark, a Star Wars lark. A story. Star Wars lark. All right, guys, that is our thoughts on this. We're going to move on to some other things, kind of a long discussion here. But, you know, we've been waiting a long time for this trailer, so so I think I think we wanted to, to really give it its due and talk about it there. And we know you probably have opinions out there. At the end of the show, we'll tell you where you can discuss things with us. And, look, let's be blunt and clear. If you watched this and didn't connect to it and you have some thoughts and questions and concerns or you're just not having it, we do want to hear from you. Write in. Go on Twitter. We'll tell you at the end of the show. Just we always like to have a good, positive, of discussion. We ourselves generally fall on the side of, hey, it's Star Wars. I love it. I love it for a reason. I'm going to stick around and give it the chance. I know it's a it's a it's a complicated time out there. Joseph, we had a, a fan write us who said he's just he's almost depressed because he wants to, he enjoyed Star Wars and feels like he had to delete himself from some Star Wars forums, not not ours, thankfully, um, because it's it's a hard time to be a Star Wars fan right now, yeah. which is silly. It shouldn't be that way in this time and era. So that's the kind of discussion we want to foster going forward yeah. about this movie. Yeah, absolutely. I think Ken, you you said it super well. You know, it's not about having negative opinions. I think it's about how mm-hmm. you express them. Yeah. So if you're not sure about it, hey, yeah, especially we would love we'd love to talk about it. Let us know if you're not sure about it, and let us know why, and just let us know in a fun way. Because I think it's just a bummer when you you see something like this, you get super excited for it, and then you get a bunch of responses to a, you know a positive yeah. comment, just like this looks like crap, you know? Yeah. No, there's. I mean, and and again, we're very fortunate. The four center community is is a real good community, even when things are uh, we're not on the same page. But we I, we just want to direct that a, a, a directly uh, address that as best we can because we know it's a, it's a weird time but this is if you're new or newer to the force center world this is what we do we like to re- try to discuss things in the right way and remain positive because it's yeah. star wars otherwise why are we here <laughs> exactly <laughs> we're here for fun a lot of news jennifer we're gonna yeah. go into our regular news segment now let's catch up on the big news in the star wars world well you guys are so much star wars stuff have you ever wanted to be in star wars because now yeah. you can thanks to secrets of the empire a hyper reality experience at downtown disney so first put on this head Phone-equipped VR helmet. You wear your force feedback vest, and then you and your friends can go undercover as stormtroopers pre-Rogue One. Your mission is to mm. infiltrate an Imperial base on Mustafar and recover some Aww. of the Empire secrets. Uh, so K2SO is your guide. Captain Cassian Andor will give you your mission. Nice. Yeah, uh, apparently K2SO also mocks you throughout the experience. So that's <laughs> I'd bonus. want nothing else. <laughs> uh, there's a ton of Easter eggs, like uh, Darth Vader's castle. 
My question is, wow. when are we going? We got <laughs> well, a trip. this is Florida, right? Uh, no, no, it's, no, it's no, no, sir. It's Anna. Oh, okay, I yeah. always get confused when they say like Disney Hollywood Studios in Orlando. Like yeah. what? Oh, like they actually mean here. I, I think we should organize a four center family outing. That's right. I had the chance to go, and uh, <gasps> I, uh, uh, my girlfriend and I had to turn down the invite just because oh. of weird, weird scheduling thing. So, and I, I was like, what is this now? Is that that thing with the V? I don't know about that. Uh, and so we didn't go. And then now seeing the Star Wars show go in there, Andy and, and Anthony have fun around there. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you could shoot and in it, it's more like, I thought you just walk in and like, yay, there's 3D droids. Yay. Um, no, that looks, it looks fun. So maybe soon, soon, yeah. sooner than later. I would yeah. love to do that. It looks like it has yeah. a narrative. So there's well, little bits to explore, right? Yes. I was reading Dan Brooks's article on StarWars.com and it said there's a new addition to lore. Yes. Ooh. Everything matters now, Joseph. Yeah. And I just need a vest for force feedback because I love that term because it feels like the force is going to reach out and say, yeah. there's some things you could do better. <laughs> I mm. love it. Yeah, that'll That's be interesting awesome. to see what new uh, piece of canon they'll be introducing. So just because The Last Jedi has been out for almost two months doesn't mean Star Wars will stop milking that thalassiren anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> the Last Jedi will be adapted for a Marvel comic series written by Rogue One screenwriter, Gary Whitta. The comic adaptation will have added scenes and other scenes will be told from a different perspective. Ooh. Who do you think this new perspective could be? I was, Ooh. yeah, is it from Kylo Ren's perspective? Is it from uh, Snow? Snoke's perspective? Some, yeah. some Snokey Snoke perspective? Hmm. Yeah. Snokey Snoke perspective. I yeah. like that. I don't know. It's a good question. Maybe we'll see more scenes where, like, yeah. I wonder if they're just going to tip their hand with any of the story. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. If, if we get to see a Holdo's perspective because she I'd like knows that, that she's ooh, coming up with the plan. That's like the that. one. That's, that's the it, one. To yeah. get a little more insight into why she's like, no, I'm not telling Poe. Right. Yeah. Here's why. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, love it. Look, I, the, the adaptation of, of Rogue One, both in the novel and the comic book, had surprises each time mm. and added something to the movie experience. And that's not a bad thing. A lot of, a lot of times you can say, well, it all should be in the movie. Well, no. So let's just look at it from different points of view, man. You know, Douglas Adams always said, every time the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy story is told, it should be a little different. Yeah. He always believed that. And and I think uh, another perspective and, and seeing not just delete, like, ooh, deleted scenes, but just extra parts of the story. I'm on board for that, yeah. you know? You know what's yeah. going to be a heart punch? Because it's just storytelling in different mediums. Yeah. The big splash page where Luke is telling Rey about all the different ways the, the Jedi have failed, <laughs> there's going to be little memory boxes, and there's going to oh, be yeah. little pictures of the Jedi failing. <laughs> yeah, and oh. then Kid Fisto didn't know how to fight Sidious. And then, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, speak, let's, speaking of sad stuff, uh, there will also be additional <laughs> scenes uh, for this new The Last Jedi novelization. Um, it will include deleted scenes like the third lesson Luke had for Ray on Octo and include new scenes specifically written for the book like Rose and Paige Tico together, more scenes on Canto Bite, and Han Solo's funeral. Mm. Yeah, this sounds like a, a must read, but also, do you think it will actually be emotionally easier for us to, you know, read about Han Solo as opposed to as if we had seen it on screen? I think that'd have been so tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially because you have to start the movie with it. It's not like they can get yeah. to crate and go like, all right, now let's have a funeral. Yeah. Like, in the movie starts, as a Star Wars movie has to, with its foot on the gas. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's going to be much, I, I, I'm happy that it's not in the movie and that we get to read about it and take our time to process it and go mm-hmm. inside the characters' heads mm-hmm. and get Leia's true thoughts. That, that's, that's where I'm actually excited that 
maybe this is the way we learn about it is we get to get inside the heads of these characters yeah. and add add to the feeling so it's not just cuz cuz if we had the funeral there might have been some critiques and I might have had them cuz I I critique the Chewie not hugging Leia moment and, and JJ admitted the mistake so I step off that gas yeah. pedal but you know I think it was a, I think it was a pretty big oversight like you had them right there in the set do you not know the history of these characters so yeah I think your know, funeral could have gone wrong oh they didn't spend enough time on him yeah. why didn't they why didn't there was there wasn't a picture of them yeah so a book I can take a time getting inside the heads of these characters and I'm looking forward to that yeah yeah well, if you want to read even more about the Tico sisters, Rose and Paige, and other resistance fighters, then the new book, Bomber Command, is for you. It's actually a journal-style book filled with schematics, illustrations, and fold-out pages written from the perspective of Paige. Some interesting tidbits that we learn are how Rose and Paige received their matching necklaces, details of the Magno charges in the Bombay we <laughs> see Paige climbing through, and the full address Leia gave to the New Republic Senate before the destruction of Hosnian Prime, which which warns the Senate of the increasing danger of the First Order. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. This, this is an exciting, an exciting, it's out now, too. Yeah, I'm going to Target and buying it as soon as we're done. <laughs> I'm not joking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't believe it. It's not a YA novel, right? I, I it's in, it was, I did see it once in Target just like a day ago, and it's in that section. That section, mm. but it doesn't seem like a True, you know. I think it is a little bit of a little YA. It? It yeah, yeah. I think yeah. So. it yeah. looks good, and there's lots of interesting. It's like info. the Journal of Ray, and they do that kind of yeah. thing as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh yes, you're it, right. It is in in the best way. It's Star Wars indoctrination because I think you're it also right. has like a a series of maps. Which mm-hmm. is like, oh, that's cool. But then it's also like, hey, kids, learn the planets. Because right. <laughs> we're going to sell these to you later. Yeah. Like, I mean, hey, Star Wars is a business. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, and it looks like a great, exactly. Yeah. That you can immerse yourself in the world. And if Last Jedi is where you're starting, uh, and I would say also, I, I think particularly if you relate to Page or Rose, mm-hmm. you get to put yourself in that world and then you get to learn more about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, there's some stuff in this book I, I think I, I will pick up because, number one, it's talking about one of my favorite ships, the Rebel, the re, excuse me, the Resistance Bomber, the yeah. Cobalt Hammer. Love that stuff going on there. Uh, I, and it's going to, you know, Jason Fry's right, and he's writing the last yeah. Jedi novelization, so mm-hmm. he really understands this time frame and world. And uh, there was something that's going to reveal, like, the time frame of the uh of the uh of the events of Force Awakens and Last Jedi like you're going to get it, you're going to get some nice. insight into cuz there are some questions cuz it moves so fast like you mentioned Joseph like where's snap where's just pava i'm not saying that's answered in this book <laughs> but there's those questions cuz things move so fast and and this answers some of that and that that's exciting that has value to me as an old grizzled star wars yeah. fan who's been indoctrinated <laughs> mm. Well, let's end on this note. All hail the queen of the prequelists, Natalie Portman. <laughs> Natalie hosted SNL last week and revived her rap career for a hilarious and impressive rap song. She gave hardcore attitude while rapping about giving birth, her ballerina husband, and those prequel bashers. She donned her famous Queen Amidala costume while holding a gun to a prequel basher, taunting him to, quote, say something about that mother effing prequels, B. <laughs> so I love this new Natalie Portman that does not give an yeah, F. Who, yeah. This is just amazing. Yeah. Did you guys feel vindicated watching her? <laughs> <laughs> I feel vindicated by the spirit of Natalie Portman. I, I'm a yeah. big fan of that original rap that she did in yeah, yeah, 2006, yeah, yeah. and I think it is very funny to like to just do the subversion of you don't expect this out of her. But now it's like people have grown up on this rap. It was yeah. 12 right. years ago, and now she has totally come into her own as an activist. Uh, you know, I have mm-hmm. had the joy of seeing her speak in person. Obviously, yes, she is a loud, proud fighter like her mm-hmm. character, 
yeah. Amidala. So I just like seeing that, and I like seeing uh, culture reflect on the prequels so far afterwards and just have fun with them and make a joke of them. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't advocate shooting people you disagree with about Star Wars. <laughs> no, my Obviously, gosh. but I'm going to say that. that just in case. Yeah. But I, it's hilarious. I loved it. Yeah, Natalie, uh, Natalie I, you know, her relationship with Star Wars, this is total outside speculation, doesn't seem to be, not the best, you know, she, she's not around the conventions. She she talks about it sparingly. You know, I, I think there's some truth in the beginning of that video. We're like, what do you think? Well, there's Star Wars movies. Haven't seen them. Like, I just kind of get that feeling from <laughs> her yeah. and that's fine uh we don't need you know felicity jones isn't a star wars fan f- from what i've heard you know it's like that's fine yeah you know these are performers these are professionals and this was a young moment in her career and to see her kind of come back and own it and it's fun and i know so you know if mikey day has anything to do with anything over there he's going to write some star wars stuff at snl he might have slipped <laughs> that into it as well and and it's just fun and the first thing i thought was like ah oh, we got to sell more of them prequelish t-shirts man yeah. <laughs> this might be the time that's right uh-huh. Yeah, so that's it. That's, that's it, it for news. That's Ooh. it for news. Great news. Great news. Yeah, a lot going on still, still, and we're ramping up. That solo, that solo train is uh, racing into station. Here. Yeah, yeah. Um, as always, we'd love to hear from you guys out there in the audience. A lot of different ways to do it. We'll tell you about that at the end of the show. But Joseph, let's get to some of our questions today. That's right. We got a couple from Twitter and Facebook, and then a couple specifically from our patrons on Patreon. First up from Twitter is at star underscore underscore girl 91 and she says if you had the power to retcon one thing in star wars what would that be my choice would not to have padme dying from a broken heart uh ken yeah that you know i I go to that as well because i really wish whatever leia is saying in jedi about remembering her mother and all that stuff it is hard and we can counsel ourselves and i think there's I understand some of the explanations, 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 it's been a long day, Uh, explanations, uh, force memories, and and, and what we see on on the Leia comic of the the Leia, uh, or the Amidala statue kind of moving, I can, I can understand all that. Yeah. Uh, That moment in particular, maybe, I kind of wish, I wish the prequels addressed it in a different way. Not that, I would maybe want Padme to die, I'm okay with that. But maybe if I could go back in time to 1983, just have George have a little bit more of the long-term plan in mind. <laughs> and he didn't know at the time. He Even though know. he had he other stories in his mind, yeah. he, you know, he might have, Leia might have been with her mother until yeah. she was four in his version then. Yeah. So you agree that that is the moment that you would retcon? It was it, Le- Leia. I'll focus on oh, the, the Leia, Leia moment. Part. If I could oh, go back okay. to 1982 when they're making the movie, just, hey, George, her just mom's so you know. going to die before she knows her. <laughs> like, just make it a little more clear. Huh? All right. How about you, Jennifer? Yeah, actually, I agree with you, Stargirl91, 100%. I did not like that Padme died from a broken heart. It made me feel like it was not true to who her character was. I would have preferred for her to die in an act of bravery or... Uh, it just didn't, the whole thing just didn't make any sense. Or maybe even from the trauma that she had just mm-hmm. experienced with Anakin. But the idea that she died from a broken heart, in my opinion, makes it sound like she's weak. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that bothered me. Yeah. I mean, not to go to Star Wars counseling, but, uh, and I think more people have been saying this lately, that uh, the, the no one ever says dying from a broken heart, but it is the suggestion that we're left with because the droids say, for reasons we can't explain, she has lost the will to live. Yes, exactly. And then it seems like she is still hoping, or, or still believes that there's good in Anakin because she just says that to Obi-Wan Kenobi. So I feel like I like watching it saying, those are bad doctors. Those mm-hmm. that, that droid doesn't know what the hell it's talking about. Can, can I do it? Can I do it? Yeah. Oh, my. 
<laughs> yes, yes, exactly. They, they got the midwife droids, and I think this one is the analysis droid. Yes, little asshole. Uh, <laughs> I think it's a bad doctor, and I think that moment should be considered a mystery. Mm. That something happened to Padme, we don't know what it is. Right. I still don't like it, and I still agree with you, Jennifer, that she deserved mm-hmm. something better. Uh, if I had to retcon something else, I would really love the scene in uh, a scene in Revenge of the Sith where Anakin gets mad at the Jedi Temple when he goes there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe he goes there a little half-heartedly to cut everyone down. I believe this is in the book, the novelization. Yeah. But then a Jedi gets in his face and insults him and belittles him. Oh. And you can see a little natural anger little coming natural. from Anakin. I would have loved that. And oh, yeah. I might, I might as a bonus one, because it's a good question, I might go back and have 3PO have nothing to do with young Annie. Okay. It's not a huge problem for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just was, it's, it creates a little bit of like, ah, but that's, that's another, yeah. another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do, we'll do retcons with Force Center eventually. <laughs> it's a great question. Uh, Stargirl91, thank you so much. We move on to Sarah at Taquito Pancakes. Love uh, Sarah asks, philosophical question for the Force Center team. Is this a compliment? And then Sarah attached a picture of a greeting card that has a big picture of the Falcon that reads, you're the Millennium Falcon of people. <laughs> well, first of all, I I now want some taquito pancakes. No, I don't know what exactly no. those that are. Sounds delicious. Yes. Sounds good. Um, I'll start because I feel I am the Millennium Falcon of people. Oh, I am. Uh, I once was shiny. Uh, I'm a little broken and gray, rough around the edges. I've seen Some, your mandibles now. Yes, yeah, sometimes I don't start <laughs> on cue. But, you know, when I show up, people are like, ah, yeah. the hunk of junk is here. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I've cosplayed as a Millennium Falcon. So That's true. So I'm going to take it as a compliment. It was a little weird when people, I would walk by and they'd go, there is a hunk of junk. I'm like, hey. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think it is a well-intentioned card yes. that uh, just like the uh, the hyperspace drive on the Falcon, it doesn't quite start up. Yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> right? You know, basically uh, the most positive uh, way you could interpret that is you're not much to look at, but you got it where it counts. <laughs> and that's a little bit of a backhanded compliment. Yep. Right. Yeah. I can't believe you came in that thing. It's not a sentence that should be attributed <laughs> to a human being. No. Gross and mean. <laughs> no. But great question, Sarah. Anyway, uh, we move on to our final two questions from our patrons on Patreon. At Chris Triplett says, what do you make of the apparent lack of upcoming canon novels coming out in the near future? Outside of the Last Jedi novelization and Thrawn Alliances, there are really only junior novels and reference books on the slate for 2018. Do you think there will be forthcoming announcements regarding novels about Luke's adventures in the time between Episode 6 and Episode 7, Snoke's origins, or maybe where the hell Snap Wexley was during The Last Jedi? I find this lack of new canon disturbing. Mm. Ken, do you have any thoughts? Yeah, I think Lucasfilm is collapsing. There's no plan for the future. <laughs> They're the Millennium Falcon of companies. Yeah, and and uh, we're not going to have any books to read. No, I'm not making fun of you, Chris. I'm, I'm uh, talking about the overall state of conversation sometimes on the internet. Um, I just it might be a little pause, and and I, oddly enough, I will say this: I'm almost thankful because yeah. it got to a point where I'd finished one Star Wars book <laughs> and I had two more to start, and sometimes I just want to read other things. Yeah. And there's all these comics and all these things, so I'm okay with the break. I don't think it necessarily means anything. They, they might be reshuffling the deck and seeing what they want to do and what they're what stories they're telling after the episode nine because don't forget you know there's some some leeway some some uh, some head time uh, some some headway uh, uh, on on these stories the ones yeah. that are on their way out are already uh, starting to be worked on now and we'll hear about them later on mm-hmm. yeah 
Yeah, yeah. I think maybe we'll even get an announcement related to uh, the new Star Wars TV show coming to the Disney exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. So maybe later this year we might get something. Uh, I don't know what they have uh, on slate for the Han Solo um, novels and and books and things like that. Right. Yeah, so my guess is that they are just heading off for the great, uh, uh, holding off for the great drought. That is going to be after Solo, yeah. mm-hmm. before 9, before the television show. So I wouldn't be surprised to see in the spring announcements for uh, some a, a big, like interesting, important book that's going to drop in like October and then one in February to really bridge the gap and give uh, fans more yeah. to talk about. I think mm-hmm. you're right. Yeah, and I think they're going to fly, uh, shy away from sequel-era territory for the most part because they're not done right in Episode 9 and they don't want to box themselves in. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Final question from Dylan Cicero. Since Kylo is now the supreme leader, Will he replace Hux with someone more competent, or will the Kerr continue to serve his purpose? Hashtag speculate responsibly. Hmm. Jennifer? I kind of want to see him replace him <laughs> with the Knights of Red. Just only oh. going rogue and being like, I'm getting my, my, my band together. Mm-hmm. We're going on the road. Oh, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing with any startup. <laughs> all right. You got maybe a, a charismatic leader yeah. and a yeah. plan. Uh, I've got my lightsaber, my broadsword lightsaber, and we're going to kill the good guys, all right? Because we're the good guys. You got that character, but you still need someone in HR. Those (laughs) paychecks need to be processed. You need to get your business license and, you know, all those kind of things. And I think Hux is that type of guy. He might not be completely competent. I wish Captain Kennedy was the second one in charge, and maybe Kylo Ren wants that. (laughs) But Captain Kennedy has passed on. So I still think Hux has that purpose. And he he has... potentially too much of the vote of, of the people. I know a lot yeah. of the officers don't think much of him, but storm, the young stormtroopers who were kidnapped at birth or young and, and molded into mindless uh, warriors might look at Hux a little differently, and so Kylo might need that around. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, Hux developed the technology that allowed them to destroy the Hosnian Prime system. Yeah. He developed the Starkiller base. He mm-hmm. developed the new uh, hyperspace tracking. So, you know, Hux has been pretty valuable for how uh, sort of whining and competent he comes off. I like the idea that since mean dad Snoke is is done, yeah. that they'll actually bond a little bit. Like, I'm not going to go full <laughs> shipping. I'm not going to go. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't want Kai-Hux, uh, but, uh, but I think they, maybe they'll actually bond a little bit. Oh. I can see that. Yeah. I can yeah. see that. Might have come to an understanding. Great question, Dylan. These were all great questions. Uh, and that is it. And, of course, we will have more in upcoming episodes. Absolutely. Supersized edition here of the show because we really wanted to give Solo it, its due and its time. We've been waiting a long time to see this, even before The Last Jedi. Not just the trailer, the trailer. But, hey, since this was first announced, when Lord Miller were in charge and they were sending out Instagram photos, what are we going to get? <laughs> that answer is starting to emerge, and that's why we wanted to take some time with it today. If you want to reach out and talk about the solo trailer, have other questions for us, there's a lot of ways to do it. On Twitter at Force Center Pod. The Force Center Podcast Facebook page is out there. Give us a like. We have a lot of merch, including uh, this uh, I Heart Murder Bears t-shirt I'm wearing now. You might have seen me wearing it on other locations. I got some tweets about that the other day. This is where you can get it at tpublic.com slash user slash Force Center. And this podcast is available in a lot of spots, including Podomatic, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Spotify. We're all over the place, but we are really building something strong with a lot of help from people on Patreon, Joseph. That's right. Uh, our Patreon is located at patreon.com slash 
Force Center, and it's been going really well. Recently, we uh, unlocked a website, so there'll be more news coming about that, about what exactly we're going to put on that website, when exactly it'll be uh, coming out. We also unlocked doing an audio commentary. We had patrons vote for which Star Wars movie we should do, and we are doing an audio commentary of The Phantom Menace. We are beginning at the beginning, uh, and that will be available uh, to patrons on Patreon. Both of those things are coming soon. Right now, we're working on even more theme music. We have our brand new theme music for the main show that you heard the intro at the beginning, and in mere seconds you're going to hear that outro. So go check it out and help us keep building patreon.com slash force center. Absolutely. And we do other things as well, and sometimes it's not Star Wars, and sometimes, Jennifer, it is Star Wars with your excellent YouTube videos that you're putting out <laughs> about waiting for the Han Solo trailer, yeah. trying to react to uh, react to it with your mother and stepfather. A lot of stuff on your YouTube channel other things. Other yeah. things. Yeah. Yes, I am putting out more videos, three this week alone. Holy moly, who am I? Uh, you can check out that at youtube.com slash user, user slash Jennifer Landa or all my social media sites at Jennifer Landa. Joseph, you've always uh, got some cool comedy shows. If you're local here in L.A., you guys should check it out, and uh, information is available on your website. Yeah, my website is josephscrimshaw.com. You can go to live shows and be a guest at Gallifrey One, the big Doctor Who convention, where I'll also be doing a Star Wars panel, because that's just who I am. Uh, also got a monthly show, a comedy variety show called Game Night. Next one is coming up February 23rd. Also, I am remembering to plug my comedy albums. I have a bunch of them. I have a Star Wars one in particular called Rebel Scum. That is also available on my website. Just uh, click the link to go to Bandcamp. You can follow me at Catnapsuck. You want to talk Game of Thrones, go to my show Daily Thrones on Anchor. You want to hear about just life, the universe, and everything, because Douglas Adams would agree. Go to the Napsuck Files. i got a Patreon page for that as well. That is it, guys. Big stuff. It is here. We now know what the solo movie looks like, but how will it turn out? Stick here. We're going to get you to the release date, May 25th. That's it for now. We'll see you guys next time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.